rise and live again as my fist of vengeance, as my moon knight. And welcome back to A Stark Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey. And I. Hello, and welcome back. Howdy. So, I'm just going to nip it in the bud. Oh, we're going straight into <laughs> nipping in the bud. <laughs> I, have, I have what convention goers know as convention crud. And so oh, I don't know what have this you never, is. No. Yeah, so so I mean, if you've never been if you've never been to a convention, there is a thing that you know, germs are in the air. They're with oh, our God. people. <laughs> <laughs> and you sometimes you have the misfortune of returning home. Um not as healthy as you were when you left. Oh, sure, sure, um, sure. and you don't quite know what it is. Sure. <laughs> and so I, I have a bit of that going on. Okay. It is not the COVID. I've, sure, nah. I've tested twice. It's, a, it's, it's, like, it's like me <laughs> coming back from Coachella. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a little bit, it's, a little, it's pretty close. It's pretty close sure. to that. Yeah. And so we call it the con crud. Oh, <clears throat> interesting. So I have okay. con crud. I was just in Megacon Florida. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Orlando, if you will. Yes. And um, with the lovely people there and uh, the Cadence comic art family. Um, with our, our plethora of artists and creators, and uh, I was assisting Ms. Tula Lote, um, and yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't buy anything at the show, but I I sure brought home a souvenir. Nice. <laughs> so here we are. What well, What did you bring back? The con crud. Oh, the con. Oh. God, I was excited. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what'd you bring? Ooh, Basically, yeah. no. Actually, yeah, I don't think I did. I mean, I got uh, you know. Um, a, c- a couple of sketches from our crew. Um, yeah, I I don't. That's that that's. I didn't buy anything actually. Oh, I got a couple of books signed by David Nakayama too. DNA. As oh, that's his, right. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's you saw really that. Great. He does. Uh, he's been doing the X Men like Hellfire Gala mm-hmm. magazine covers and Ooh. stuff. Um, so he signed a couple of those for me. I got an X Men cover. Um, I got to hold a real life Gator. That's right. I remember Loki seeing gator. that. That <laughs> was, was insane. Yeah, people thought it was a fake gator. I was like, no, no, no. She was real. He's real. And smelled like popcorn. Really? Yeah. The 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 caregiver. Um, it's a. It by the way, it's like full disclosure. It's a habitat sanctuary. Okay. For, I was gonna for, say, how do they bring yeah. a how do they bring a a full on you know just gator into yeah. the con? Yeah. Well, and it's <laughs> also Florida, so. Uh. And the guy was like. Yeah, give her a smell. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? He's like, no, give her a smell. And I was like, and she smelled like popcorn. And I said, well, why is that? And he's like, I don't, I have no clue. I'm trying to learn the science behind it, but I don't know why she smells that way. And I was like, this gator literally smelled like buttered popcorn. And she was so sweet and warm and she was falling asleep. Give her a smell. <laughs> I know, it's give me like- a statements I don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. For 500, Alec. (laughs) So strange. 
But she was a great girl. Very good girl, Loki variant. Um, Imagine being like a gator like sanctuary and like you get like hit up by like yeah. a comic convention. You're like, hey, do you want to? And you're like. For donations. A yeah. comic. A comic. Con- and then, like, like, we what? got a tiny Loki helmet for like, her. Like, what do you like? Why is a, a comic? Like, I've heard parties. I've heard, yeah. you know, animal thing, whatever. Yeah. But now it's like a comic book yeah. convention. What? And he, and he said that all of the animals were very well tamed and adjusted to the environment the craziness they, they totally yeah. get it like so i i don't know what they do i don't know where they bring them but it was definitely like it was it was it was kind of fascinating to see them so docile and they weren't uh, they, they weren't they weren't like they weren't under and they weren't crazy like yeah, they were yeah. Just, as long as people abided and were approaching tamely and pet them gently they were fine yeah it was it was kind of incredible because i was i'm also terrified of gators so i would also agree <laughs> with that statement for for him to be like here you go <laughs> and it's like you're holding this like 30 pound gator like a baby yeah it's like holy speaking stuff. of gators i was at the san diego zoo this past weekend <laughs> and nice. did not see a gator but they did have crocodiles Crocodiles. and so there was this one habitat where it's like it's like water, like almost like a swamp light. You can yeah. see through the glass and the water and everything. Yeah. And I'm just sitting over, like I see the top of the water and I'm like, cool. And then people were like looking down. And I was like, all right, let me look under. And I look under, it's a long crocodile. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're shoot, scary. that's a big man. They're scary. Or a woman. I just, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, you just, and then you look up and you see the eyes. Just looking Just lurking yeah. above the surface. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. They're formidable. They very, don't, they very don't scary. move. Yeah. And yet we love Loki Gator. Yeah. Or Loki 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 Lo- Crocs, Croc, Loki Croc. Gators. Yeah, I don't know which one it is. I still <laughs> am uncultured to the point where I do not know the exact difference between an alligator and a crocodile. They're maw. Oh. One is more narrow than the other. So gator Well, there you go. Gator is a little thicker. And okay. the crocodile is a little more narrow. I could be completely wrong and it could oh. be backwards, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> Did you know that there is, unrelated but semi-related, there is a uh, a place called Gatorland in Florida. It is exactly what you think it is. If you, if you were to say any other state, I would not believe you. But because it's Florida. Because you said Florida. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's. That, I actually went way before. I went the, my first time I went to Florida. Yeah. My brother used to live there. And um, and so I was curious because Leticia, the, you know, one of the artists that's that was with us, she, I, I was trying to riff off all these like, Hey, you could go do this. You could go do yeah. that. And I was like, I wonder if Gatorland is still around. And I looked it up. Yeah. It's still very much thriving. Yeah. And you can still go there today for about 30 bucks a pop. But so it's all gators. They have an albino gator. She's gigantic. Oh, yes. It's I've heard of cuckoo, those. Right. But the backwards thing is that they sell gator bites and gator food. So you can go and pet and see and, and watch gators and, and then you can eat them with ranch oh yeah oh i was like that's whoa. weird <laughs> that's intense that's a little weird i am from california <laughs> nothing against it just, <laughs> as such a different like end of the spectrum like very strange way of life it's a full cycle full circle of that's life. crazy yeah yeah i'm curious it's like chicken but i think i'm good oh you oh 
It, only one bite. Okay. Only one bite. Yes. Never again. Never again. Chewy? Yes. Okay. No, just a little bit. Just Depending? Little okay. Bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <Ugh>. Never again. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the mini Marvel number five, where we talk about the broader Marvel universe and the MCU's hottest topics. Oh, yeah. Sort of, kind of, mostly. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Um. So, right off of that, we got some notable news in the Marvel universe itself as far as the comic book company and and you know the base in New York goes. Yes. Um executive vice president and creative director at Marvel Comics, Mr. Joe Casada just announced his departure from the company today. Oh. So, wow. He was previously editor in chief, strictly a writer, strictly an artist. You name it, and he's just grown with the company. So, uh, yeah. so long story short, Marvel uh, signed an exclusive deal with Mr. Casada right when they went bankrupt back in the nineties. Uh, okay, and so since then, he's essentially kind of molded and guided the comic book brand to be what we know it as today. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's assisted not only in in like um, you know like the classic Marvel superheroes, but he also touched a quite a bit of the Star Wars franchise too. Uh-huh. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens yeah. <laughs> without him at the helm and, and where that he is, goes next. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a big one. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I, but, but you know, like honestly, I kind of feel, I feel okay about it. I don't think it's going to be too bad. We'll see. You can only hope for the best, yeah, right? Exactly. So, so good luck to you, Joe. Um, and then, of course, the latest in the MCU. I mean, there's not much to this before we get into our, our actual topics, but Ms. Marvel is right around the corner. So if, you're, if you've got Disney+, Plus, tune in next Wednesday um, for the series kickoff. Have heard nothing but great things about it. Yes. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen some, um, some early critic reviews, non-spoiler critic reviews, um, and I've seen nothing but positive praise. Have they seen the entire series? Or I think it's it the first two episodes. Oh, okay. First two episodes. Okay. And in, I, from what I've heard, it, it really, it's a really great coming of age story. You know, mm. like like most origin su- mm-hmm. superhero origin stories, especially if they're a kid. Right. Um, but then also touching on um, the Muslim part of it, yeah. and 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 Kamala's, you know, yeah. ba- background and everything, and you know how she's not only dealing with becoming a superhero, but dealing with the family aspect of it as well and culture thing. And I heard that was really, really well put together in those first two episodes so far. Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait for it because yeah, everyone like the MCU is getting younger now. Now I think yeah. about it. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. Because I think, you know, like, yeah, starting out the MCU was, you know, Iron Man and mm-hmm. kind of like middle-aged men and women and, yeah older like older like adult heroes mm-hmm. and now it's going into quote unquote the, you know, the young avengers i guess the babies and then it's like <laughs> starting off like i think it's probably with, with peter with with spider-man i think so right too. yeah i think that's a that's yeah a fair assessment yeah and then now all these younger heroes are being introduced it's kind of like oh okay like you can see you can see the the demographic shifting and it's like it's cool because now you get to see these coming of age stories yeah. from a a true young person's perspective yeah. rather than Steve Rogers trying to you know becoming you know mm-hmm. Captain America or Rob, mm-hmm. or, Rob, or Tony Stark becoming mm-hmm. you know a superhero yeah, so it's cool yeah very excited um especially to see how her powers come into the fold 
on top of all of that. Yes. You know, um, because, you know, I think we mentioned this before, but it is quite different than what we perceived in the comics. And yes. She was in essentially an inhuman. Um, and so now we're seeing that sh- her powers are d- deriving from a cosmic source. From like, her, a, her I think from like a bracelet. Her, yeah, yes. her wristlets. So that'll be interesting. I mean, and also curious to see what, what and if any cameos come up in the show. Yeah, I wonder. So yeah, I mean, I mean like, definitely probably some Carol Captain Marvel, like, probably <laughs> some Carol, like yeah. like lore a little bit in there. Yeah, you know, yeah, and be yeah. like, oh my god, yeah, I love. Right. Yeah, but and also I wonder if we'll get to see uh, Monica again. Like, is this the part that that she actually comes in again or whatever? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. Um, and then of course, then that leaves us with Thor: Love and Thunder, which just yes. dropped another teaser. Which is fantastic in the Natalie Portman gun show with her those <laughs> <laughs> she's so gut. <laughs> I don't get it. It's man. so fantastic. I know my friend, my actual friend Jane, who who is slowly leaning into all that is Jane. Yeah. Now, um, with my my like, you know, I'm hammering hammering it into her brain. I'm like, you gotta look at Lady Thor. You gotta yeah. look at Mighty Thor. She's incredible. Um, but she even said she was like, dude, I thought they were airbrushing the posters and it was just kind of like a CG thing. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. She did the work. And for a vegan like Natalie Portman, that isn't easy. Like she really- To bulk up like that? She really had to to have some, a a very strict and strategic diet to gain that that muscle. To get that Yeah. That takes at least like six months yeah four six months type of deal like you know you know marvel will put Mm -hmm. you on that they'll get you to they'll get you on a a proper diet workout yeah Yeah. to get to that point but i mean the first like yeah the first like trailer we saw uh, i was just like yeah dude those are like her real arms that is insane so good yeah so that's (laughs) i like how they're they're kind of countering every thor thing with a mighty thor thing so it's like we're seeing both Thor and a bit more of Jane each and every time. And it it kind of, I got to admit, it kind of does confuse me a bit because I'm like, is she a variant? Is is she? Like, yeah, like what happened in that time right. between Dark World and this yes, one that because she, she even is says worthy? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she even says it in that new clip or the new trailer. Like, you know, he's like, how long has it been? And she's like, yeah. Or she she says it and he's like, Oh, it's only been that makes me think that she's not a variant. Yeah, That's, right. Exactly. Like, she's not from another universe. It, it, it seems like the actual six one six Jane Foster. Yeah. So um, yeah. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. A little bit different from the comic. Yes. Books, but How do still? you feel about that? Because I saw I saw the arguments on um on Twitter, people saying like yeah, like oh my god, like. Why did they? I don't know. Really? Some, 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 some negative, some, crit, some positive. It's just like, like, like. Oh, I don't like how he looks because in the comics he's yeah basically noseless. Yeah, has a Vold- I, Voldemort like t- right, and that you hit the hit the nail right on the head. I think that's exactly why. That and also Corvus Glaive. I feel mm. like the the similarities would be so like I mean not enough to to kind of confuse people, but I think that. They've taken that treatment with a a character that was pretty prominent and also yeah. a villain. Uh-huh. So why not try something different? Or maybe they tried it and it just didn't look right. There was also argument that it was like because it's Christian Bale, it's like why are you gonna put a CGI right. on Christian Bale's face? I mean, like, 
over like fair yeah and he's he's a great actor yeah it's like think about it it's christian bale in an mcu movie as like, a villain <laughs> yeah like his stature of of an actor yeah so it's for him to be in like um like this kind of a movie mm-hmm. it's like you know it's like getting Charlize theron right <laughs> imagine that yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah no i agree and uh, you know again it's it's kind of like you have to just separate the two things and the two concepts and really just yeah take it for what it is and i think you know just looking at it from a fresh perspective i think he looks awesome he is quite foreboding and and, and quite quite scary actually you don't know what to expect yeah with him. i'm just i'm just curious now like how the character i mean yeah obviously like the service level is he's the god butcher he hates god's cool yeah. but like I, I have no idea like and that name is also crazy. gore the god butcher that's gore crazy the god butcher yeah so i have like no idea like how he is in the comics besides yeah. of him that he hates gods yeah so to see one i can't wait to see it like come into play and see right. how he's like how he comes into the Thor lore type yeah. of thing, you know, and like, like, how do they even meet? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then the gu- you throw in the Guardians in there, you're like, okay, or yeah, how do they come into play? Yeah, yeah. so excited. And how do they exit? You know, yeah, like it's 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 all these elements put together, and you're just kind of like, oh my god, how's this all gonna fit together in a single film? But once again, I mean, I'm sure it'll pay off. It'll oh, pay yeah. off beautifully, and Taika Waititi is really good about bringing it all together. So, yeah. We'll see. And I then uh, Val, was it not Val Kilmer? Russell Crowe. Oh, uh, as Zeus? As Zeus. <laughs> uh. And then Chris Hemsworth, bare bot, like bare bottom. Full I love that it bottom. was like censored and covered and, so tell and me pixelated. Something. I understand that Thor has a back tattoo, but I did not look closer. Apparently, it's of Loki's horns. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's what people were saying on, like, they ah. zoomed in and it said, like, it has, yeah. like, Loki's horns on the back. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, did you not see, see oh, no, that? I didn't. I, uh, you know, I, yeah, like, yeah. I watched it twice. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right. Cool. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, apparently it's <laughs> Very of Loki's horns. Hmm. Okay. Horns. I said thorns. Horns. Horns. Yes. We'll so see. He's mourning his brother. <laughs> oh, it's gosh. been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Onto the actual mini Marvel discussions. Yes. So we're going to talk about two major, I guess, events in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as of late. First being Moon Knight, of course. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the whole series is available and streaming on Disney Plus right now. Um, how about we start with, with Moon Knight? Uh, well, just as a whole, the show, I think it was, was great. Yeah. Um, especially for a for a character that isn't really known, I would say, right in yeah. the MCU. Um, you know, it's not like you know, it's not like a Captain America, a Hulk, mm-hmm. a Thor. You know, mm-hmm. it's a totally new character that we've never seen on screen. Um, and Oscar Isaac is kick ass. Yeah, yeah, and of course, um. The series itself was created for TV by uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Slater, Slater yes. uh, who did a fantastic job um, in conjunction with the directors of each episode. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I can't help but agree. And we also, I think we mentioned this in 
either our previous mini Marvel and or our Moon Knight episode that they did something that we haven't quite seen since the Guardians, the first Guardians film, and that they're introducing this this lesser known comic book hero or set of comic book characters and then really bringing them to life in this like crazy way yeah very explorative explorative way that you're just like you can't help but be consumed by their their entire environment and their entire world yes which i think is so cool especially with like you know egyptology of it and 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 bringing all of that lore in and yeah you know the history i love that because we haven't seen that in a yeah in a marvel universe and even in general when's the last time that they anybody they've dug deep into egyptian lore yeah yeah like a really in-depth not you know like not in a humorous way but like a really they they're actually talking factually yes about the culture not, and not, the gods not off the, the top of the head can i re- yeah, recall yeah I, I really can't yeah um and i think that's that's what makes it so sensational on top of it all is just like getting to see these gods like towering over egypt itself and also what role they play in these human avatars lives and and how they try to to kind of balance the scales. Like I feel like balancing the scales is like the the overarching theme of the series too. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I don't know like who of of the altars when you're introduced to Mark and and Steve and and, and Jake at the very end, do you do you have like a I don't know. I don't want to call it favorite, but did I any of them intrigue you more than the the other? Oh gosh. I mean, obviously I think Steven is a fan favorite for sure. And I think, I think that's very unexpected. I think people yeah. didn't necessarily expect to fall in love with a character like that. Yeah. And you're because Mark Spector is at the forefront when it comes to the comics, yes. right? And so for Steven to kind of be introduced first and to to really take the reins of yeah. favoritism, and they said that in the in the assembled, in the assemble, right? yeah, because the director and the writers, they were like, I don't know if the crowd is gonna like like relate to Mark since he's such like a he's like a mercenary, a killer, very like very stone stone cold, right? Um, not much. There's there's he's he there's not that much gray in him. It's more a lot of black and white type of right. thing. Right. So that's why they ultimately decided to, um, you know, give the audience Steven first, mm-hmm. you know, you know, let him go through his thing because like people are going to like fall in love with him kind of thing. And people did because like he's he's so innocent. Like he's like he's just he's just the guy that's trying to do his job at the yeah. gift shop. It's personable. Very, very relatable. Yeah. And, you know, you're like, oh, man. And then like then you see the Mark takeover and you're like oh my god you know and then the deeper you go into this in the season you really see like why mark is the way he is and why he was kind of repressing steven from seeing certain things because it's like yeah the reason you exist Stephen, is because you have the good parts of my life Mm -hmm. um and i was just like so deep that episode five i was just like I for anybody that gave up on the show before that episode, that was like deep. <laughs> I like that. Like already, like again, episode one was my favorite up until episode three, 
And then it kind of got turned around for me. I was like, okay, episode three is the best episode one and then episode two and then episode four came out. And then you're like, okay, episode four is even better. But episode five, they really, really like in a way that you're almost expecting them to like really put all the cards out on the table. Here's what happens. Here's why X, Y, Z. But the way that they really laid it out, you really got the most... You, you, it's the deepest that you you come to know of Mark Spector. Like everything that had been missing before then finally is revealed to you and you're like, okay, you're getting his religious background, you're getting his family life, you're getting all of the problems that he had. All the points of trauma for him. Every single point of trauma. And then like... <laughs> even even by this point you know like oh steven steven grant is is a fictional character right you already know that by this by episode five yeah but when they finally really deliver it to you and why like i don't know about you like i felt like i got hit with an emotional bat i started crying so hard what really like what really like it's so sad it's so it, it doesn't hit home for me but what really like kind of like was jarring to me because i don't I never thought I I don't think I've ever seen it in like an MCU show was the touch of like abuse. Yeah. From from his mom. Yeah. And like the way that they depicted it, I was mm-hmm. just like, this is like right. devastating. Yeah, absolutely. And like And br- yeah. I was just like I don't Oh my God. Like thinking about all the characters right off the top of my head. No. No, yeah. And like, we said this again, I think we said this in another episode too, where I mentioned that Hank Pym in the books is not a good man. Yeah. Like he was very abusive to his family. So to to really see them take it on yeah. without showing it necessarily, that's a huge step for yeah. them. I think what I liked about like that sequence was just like um like I didn't know who what side to choose. I was like, like, am I on Mark's side for for like like no steven don't you don't want to go in there like yeah. it's probably you don't want to see it or right. am i on steven's side of like no he deserves to see it yeah. like i need to know like what you're putting me through like i can't do this anymore and so it's like were they both right or wrong in like what they were trying to do like sure maybe but yeah, yeah that it was <sighs> yeah all these components of like yeah. the human mind and how he's ultimately trying to protect himself at the end of yeah. it all, it, pre- it reminds me himself. of of like that scene in, in Inception. I don't know if you've seen Inception. Mm-mm. I don't know. So it's like dream within a dream type of yeah, thing, yeah. and then Leonardo DiCaprio like his certain dreams, like there's certain things, there's certain memories trapped that mm-hmm. he doesn't want anybody to see, mm-hmm. or else because like his his dead wife, the thought of his dead wife is trapped in those dreams, but she's toxic, mm-hmm. and so anyone that enters his dreams, like she just tries to kill him off, and like he he never tells anybody though, mm-hmm. but then there's this one person that's like really like 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 what's wrong with you, like why mm-hmm. are you the way you are, and mm-hmm. she yeah, so it reminded me of like spoiler that. alert, yeah. <laughs> It's 12 years ago. <laughs> I know. Has it been 12 years? It came out Have in 2010. I been meaning, I've been meaning to watch this film for 12 it, years. It came out in 2010. <laughs> Whoops. I'll, I know that. Because, my bad. Yeah, that's, that's the movie that got me into filmmaking. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I better watch Tenant sooner than later then because that's my other one that I'm like, yeah, no, no, I gotta watch. I, gotta I mean, watch. you don't need to watch <laughs> one to see the other, but like. No, no, for sure. But um, they, you do need to pay attention. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it reminded me of like that where it's just like, 
Like, is someone like, do you tell everyone everything like to, to, to reveal like, like, this is the why this is why I am who I am. Right. Um, cause some people are like, this is why I am who I am. And then there's also some people who are just like, you don't need to know that part of me. Just know that I'm not that person anymore. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. You don't know who to like mm-hmm. agree with. Right. Yeah. And then. Of course, we haven't even seen him really yet, but Jake. <laughs> I know. People are, Jake, people are kind of like 50-50 of like, where is he? Like, how come he ha- he's not like well, yeah. more prominent throughout and, the show? And then, and I think they mentioned this in, in the Assembled is that, yeah, like they they didn't quite anticipate to even show him or the, they really did shuffle the personas a bit. Yes. Like they... Perhaps I think they meant to show a bit more Jake and less Steven. Yeah. But then the more that they wrote, they realized Steven was really going to be at the forefront and Mark was going to kind of be yeah. in the middle and then Jake was really going to be yeah. in the imagine, imagine trying to, to write six episodes right. for three different characters. Yeah, exactly. And try to make the whole sto- the story as a whole make sense. Right. So I'm kind of glad that they only focused on two Right. And then, you know, you reveal the third one, yeah. boom, at the end, tease and, it. And even then, like, when they sh- they started going into the, the you know, the, the psychiatric ward. Yes. Like, parts of, of Mark's mind. Mm-hmm. And they show the third sarcophagus, and it's just rumbling. Yeah. Like, with anger. I was like, okay. And it was like that, it was like that tweet from, uh, Brook- was it Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Where it's just like chick, 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 chick. It's like, yes. dude. But but when they didn't open it, I thought we're not gonna get him this season. Like we're not gonna get him. Mm-hmm. But they surprised us, obviously. So that's I I'm very curious how that's gonna how that's gonna I mean, pan just, out. Just teasing him for a second season, you know? Right. And and um and also it's just it's just very interesting because um if you pay attention to what Conchu says, you know, he's like, all right, if, if you do this, I will release you too. And yeah. it's like, oh, you, you clever boy. Yeah. And then he you was, too. And, and then he was like <laughs> telling um, Ethan Hawke's characters, like, his, his, uh, his wife isn't even who I want. Right. Like, who I want to make yeah. <laughs> my avatar. It's right. Jake it's Lockley. Jake. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so where are these other guys? Like, where's yeah. Mark and Steven? <laughs> yeah, right? So he just boots them out. And then he's like, no, no, no. I'm still clinging on to Jake. Yeah. So uh, interested to see so like good. how all three of them yeah. um, either interact or do they get meshed at some, like ugh. Right, right. Oscar well, Isaac's in for a... Yeah, because now... Because, you know, like I feel like the sustaining the sustaining relationship in, in this first season has, has been like, okay, Steven dealing with Mark and Conchu. Then it changes to Steven and Mark dealing with Conchu. Yes. And so the next season is now going to be Steven and Mark versus Conchu and Jake. That would be, so that's yeah. going to be, that's going to be a bit intense. I it's think. like, where's the end all be all for this, you know? Right. Well, I think it'll be quite similar to, you know, like those those beautiful panels by Greg Smallwood, you know, like we don't need you. We don't yes. need you. Yes. So yes. that's going to that's what I feel like it's going to ultimately come down to is that okay, then they're going to embrace and understand 
the Jake persona and, and the altar that is Jake. And then it turns into truly the trio of Fair Mark, enough. Steven, and And, and then they join the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> or the Midnight Suns. Uh, yeah. Um, or they become besties with Dane Whitman. I don't know. He's going to be in the Eternal sequel for Right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I need to know where these people I'm come just, back. Because we're all like across the board. We're just like, wait, where do they come back? Where do they come back? And and the and Moon Knight season two isn't even confirmed yet. So I know. <laughs> Who knows? Exactly. But uh, I mean, speaking of of Ethan Hawke, so I mean, we kind of that's that's it for Harrow. Harrow's done. I would assume Denzel. so. Um, but what did you think about his portrayal? I think he's menacing in such a non-threatening way. Yeah. You're like, how is this guy? You know, but yeah. I mean, it's Ethan Hawke. He's a Ethan Hawke, that is his M.O. Like, truly. If you if you can get an actor like Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac to, to be to, to be to be all in yeah. in a project, especially with you know, because of MCU like how they have grown over the years and become this like machine of yeah. of movies and 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 shows and, and characters and everything. If you get them to like to go all in and invested in a character, a project. Oh, I think, you know, you got a home run. Yeah. So, and he took it. Yeah. Like Ethan Hawke, like killed it. I think Mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Moon Knight, I think, you know, for his first time on screen, just killed it, you Mm -hmm. know, introduced what the suit looks kick ass. Yeah. Especially if you, if you watch the assembled episode, like the details that went into, to that suit. Oh yeah. And and just, you know, and and making it. To Mr. Knight? Or Moon Knight itself? Yeah, 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 and just and just seeing the detail that went into to it, uh, I don't know, just to make <laughs> it like just look cool on screen. Because yeah. obviously in the comics you can do so much more. Mm-hmm. You can get as animated as you can, right? But then trying to put it in a in a show and like make it like in today's modern and make it make sense to where it's not like does it looks cheesy or corny, right? I uh, well, they 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 even said in the assembled something that is very similar to what we talked about in that like how do you take a full white comic book character and and then give him texture and give him some depth and they were they did an incredible job um doing that while paying homage to Egyptology and and yes. you know that that whole historical aspect of it down to Mr. Knight's shoes and how the yes, director was like let's yeah. pay tribute to mummies and and the wrappings and stuff and and yeah. again, like even the 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 hieroglyphics in Moon Knight's garb, it's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean they it's had an, so they, cool. Yeah, they had an Egyptologist on set, and right. it's just, and they really tried to like do things right, right. And you you just got to appreciate that. Um, they made they yeah. made Egypt special, like because you, you usually in movies mm-hmm. they make Egypt seem like it's just one big desert, right? Um, yeah, when there are that. parts of the desert, and like the director said, but there's also a city. Right. next to the pyramids you know yeah. it's not just all yeah. desert like yeah. there's like a full-on like nice like modern city going on so right love that yeah i think they and I, they I filmed they, in budapest huh? yeah yeah <laughs> budapest. <laughs> budapest. <laughs> budapest um yeah i thought that was very interesting and and um 
yeah, if you haven't yet, you just got to watch that assembled. I mean, the series itself, even if you're not into like Eternals and Hawkeye, like you just watch them because they're just very, yeah. very insightful and very informative into what goes into building a series as such. Or a movie. Or yeah. a movie. Like, yeah. Watching the assembled, like if you still come out of that after you watch it, still sit and not appreciate like who has worked on the movie, then it's, yeah. I don't know, you just... I don't know, maybe just like hating on things, but yeah. like you, you just, you have such a greater appreciation for like the creators and yeah. like the story and the people working on this film because thing, things like this aren't crafted in like one, two, three months, you know, right. these are year long projects right. and to see the amount of work and detail that goes into it is kind of amazing to see and to discredit all the artists and, you know, hardworking mm -hmm. people. Uh, that work on these shows and movies is mm -hmm. kind of like yeah super disrespectful but. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about how they used an actual like not a mocap actor but a, a motion actor for for Khonshu for instance I thought that was cool yeah so they actually dress the actor or or you know this individual so that they can do the light testing and do the, the referencing. I think that's super cool because um, I always, like, if you can do something on set that helps the actors, I think, you know, whatever helps them best act. So, like, when they had that actor and then they, they had, like, his eye line set up higher. Then yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I think that really helps and it really builds, like, the environment that you're trying to build. Yeah, even with Tawaret and uh, and the, the Egyptian god. I, I said this off mic, but <laughs> oh my god, the actress who plays Tawaret is so I don't know, just so sweet <laughs> and so like so much. Like I can't even recreate like her voice. Yeah. But oh my god, seeing her play as Tawaret, Tawaret, and yeah. like with her hand motions and everything, I was just like. Oh my gosh, like you are the most adorable human being. She's so lovely. <laughs> Antonia Salib. Nice. Um, yes. Yeah, I <laughs> she was both a voice and a motion capture um performance for for Tauret. And like <laughs> like I I I have nothing else to say cuz I think she's no. absolutely in, and like I I need her somewhere else. Like if that's all she's going to do, <sighs> I need her in front of the camera somehow yes as another character because 100%. she's just so sensational yeah. and uh so lovable too yeah. so I, yeah, I don't know but i i just loved you know and again like you know being a kid that was so like so into egyptology and and really loving the culture and 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 how like the gods are perceived and and the tales that have like stemmed from that historical background yeah to see them like in quote-unquote living form <laughs> like the coolest thing to me i loved every second of it even seeing amet and and like a very in what was a very you know like godzilla-esque i know kaiju battle yeah <laughs> with that was cool though like yeah. you don't really you haven't really seen that much yeah. like that in the mcu no i just i mean aside like ant-man but even sure. then but nothing to that level. But because of this lore, yeah, it's it like, just it ah. clicks and it's so perfect and and you, yeah, I just don't, I just think that they they really hit the mark with with 
new things that they haven't quite taken on or just not enough of in the MCU through this series. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just so much to love about it. And speaking of Tawet, you know, the Scarlet Scarab. Scarlet Scarab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was next. She's amazing. What's her full? What's the full at May? May Kalamawi. May Kalamawi. Yeah. Yeah. Kills it. So good. Like, uh, where did they find her? <laughs> where did they find both of them? Because I think they're both sensational. Her costume as oh my as the Avatar of Tawet. I like got emotional, dude. <laughs> full on emotional. I was like, because, you know, with this character, especially because it is a gender bent character, another one of those, you know, like in the comics. Yes. Because it's, it's a gender bent. So, yes. It's another character entirely. And so... And Layla. Layla, it, not Layla's gender bent, but that Layla is, is an amalgamation of other characters, right? Mm-hmm. So so she's somewhat original, and then they're also melding her to an existing character that was a you know, male character in the comic books to, to kind of bring in this very new, very fresh, very original-esque character, seeing her on screen, and the way that they really empowered her. Oh my gosh. Like... I just, I absolutely love the treatment um, with it mm-hmm. and with her. And and like <laughs> I said this on Twitter, but like the line when she's fighting in, in the courtyard and the young woman is like, you're an Egyptian <laughs> superhero? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I was <laughs> like, that's Whoa. awesome. That's awesome to see. You know? It's so necessary. Yeah. It's so simple, but it's so yeah. necessary. But yeah, to see, to see may or you know or or layla take on this really awesome altar that is toweret in that form i thought it was just so so cool her her sword wings yeah oh it's so awesome the entire aesthetic is awesome and she was and she's just like she's just perfectly powerful in everything that she was doing in that suit and and also I feel like it wasn't even like she was suddenly powerful. It's like you can tell she's obviously powered by by the Already, Egyptian yeah, god, yeah. right? But yeah, she herself, Layla as an individual, is such a force yeah. that it just doubled yeah. her power. And I yeah. love that. I hope, yeah, we see more of, of her Tons. and Moon Knight together. Love her. Yeah. Give us season two, cowards. <laughs> Do it. Announce it. Announce it now. You announce Loki right after the finale. <laughs> I so know. This is that's the only one that's been announced this season two. But see, here's the thing. I wonder then if if they're not immediately announcing a season two, does could that mean there's a film exploration instead? Maybe. Maybe. Like do you I, think I, that I, would I that do, make sense to I you? I do think I think that's also a possibility, but I guess it's just like it's gotta be so tough for them, like jo- like as a job, like oh, fi- like like rele- First of all, like releasing these new characters, these new shows, you know, yeah. like doing these explorations of these, especially these deeper explorations, either of existing characters and or new characters, mm-hmm. and like after and then, and then they're huge hits, and it's like, but you know, three, four, five years down the line, you you have things planned out already, exactly. So you're kind of like, huh? Yeah. Like where do we? Yeah, where do we where do, where do we like? Doctor Strange came out in two thousand seventeen. Yep, the sequel came out twenty twenty two twenty twenty two. Yeah, five years. It's five years later. Yeah, like yeah. 
Do you think they plan for do you think they plan for failure? Like if something doesn't if if it just doesn't work, do you think they just go, okay, 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 plan B, plan B, plan B? I wanna say yes, but I there also has to be some like they also have to have a feeling of just like you know, like they have humility and they're, you know, but they also have to be like, look, we are Marvel Studios. Yeah. Anything we release, as long as we know, like we are creatively fulfilled by it, yeah. it'll, it'll work. Yeah. Type of thing. You know, as mm-hmm. long as we tell the right story, bring in the right people, cast the right people, which they haven't missed on. And for being completely honest, yeah, Seraphin's the goat. I've said that in episode <laughs> one. <laughs> we stand. Seraphin is the goat. Yeah. Um, as long as, I think they've they said this in multiple interviews. Feige, Kevin Feige said this in multiple multiple interviews. As long as we're able to tell a great story, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna push it out. You know, right. if, like if there's humanity in it, if there's reason for it, like yeah. Right. But uh, you know, it's tough, especially if you have to plan like the next ten years of Marvel Studios, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. Because it's like. Like, where do you do, how do you, where do you, where do you balance the line of, okay, let's keep telling the story that we've told. And then also, oh, there's also this character we haven't seen yet. Let's try to bring this, you know, things probably go into development, but they get, they, they fall through Mm -hmm. or there's something and they're like, oh, this is interesting. And we can attach this actor to, you know, and then that'll, that'll go through. Right. So it's like, it's tough. Yeah. Like it's tough. Oh boy. Well. I mean, is that a is that a good place to segue into into Doctor Strange? Maybe it might be. Yeah. I, yeah. Speaking of you know like sequels and <laughs> yeah. yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, and existing character stories from a TV show into the into a movie into a movie. Yeah. Well, okay. First and foremost, I want to ask you because listener Billy asked me this, yes. and he has not seen the film yet. So props to him. For, I know. <laughs> Respect. And hasn't hasn't been completely spoiled on it. Believe it or not. I was like, wow. I refuse to believe that, but honestly, <laughs> I am that's I, I admit, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the the uh, the, the mid credits not spoiled to him. No, has so no how idea. does he avoid no idea. Okay. He's just not really on social. I respect as much. it. Yeah. I respect um, it. But he did ask a good a good question in that he was like do you have to have seen everything that has come out from the MCU, including the shows? The age-old question. To get that's an into age-old it. question, and I think that's all. I think that's also that question alone is why people have a problem with watching Marvel movies, right? And it's totally valid. I yeah. get it. Like, why the hell would I watch twenty plus movies to just to watch this one movie? Right. And it's like, truth, truth is, well, first of all, you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah. It's just if you watch it and you have mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. You're going to go down a rabbit hole if you want answers, right. you know, yeah. and that's fine. You know, yeah. maybe and, that's how people get into it. And truthfully, I said to him, I said, no, I don't think so. I think you could get away with as long as you're familiar with Doctor Strange, the first film, as long as you're familiar with WandaVision. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And maybe a touch of what if you're fine. Maybe a touch. Just a touch. Oh, I think and I even, think I think I think if you if you watch what if that's just like a. That's just, that's just like a cherry on top type of exactly. thing. Exactly. I said, yeah. I said, like, what if is it necessarily linked? But you'll get some neat little Easter eggs. Yeah, you'll be like... If you're familiar You'll with do that, that leading on the cap and... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. There, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> or the age-old cap. 
I understood that reference. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I thought that was pretty interesting, especially because, yeah, there's there's probably some some folks out there who haven't seen it yet or even listeners. But, yeah, you don't have to really, you don't have to have watched every single you thing. You don't have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I had a conversation with somebody. Right. I think probably an old coworker about, right. about the MCU because they know how obsessed I am. Yeah. Um, they're like, do I really have to? I was like, no, you don't, you don't have to. No. Like, like if you just want, they're like, he's like, okay, well, what, what films should I watch that are just like a good film, like in the MCU? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you want a good, a great film of just filmmaking and storytelling? Watch Captain America, The Winter Soldier. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Like, you no, know, like that's just, yeah. it's great storytelling. Yeah. It's great filmmaking. And mm-hmm. like, you don't, but if you don't want to, if you don't want to watch the other movies, you yeah. don't, you don't have to. Yeah. And that's fine. So, so with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, you know what I thought was interesting? After answering the question the way I did with him, I started to think about it. And I'm like, you know what? It's very interesting what kind of route that the multiverse factor of it has really had. Like, you think about it and how it affected Loki and it affected kind of, sort of, WandaVision and and spider-man and now dr strange and kind of morbius if you want to morbius it. yeah even though it's not necessarily canon um it doesn't play out anywhere like they have it it appears in all of these films or in these series yeah but where you kind of expect them to uh, quote unquote address it they don't talk about any of that mm. it's just it's more focused on strange traveling to multiverses rather than the effects of multiverse travel. The rip. They don't talk about any of it. They didn't touch on that. Yeah. They don't touch it. So I wonder, does it really bear any importance on this film, let alone the MCU? Or is that something we're going to see Loki again? Like, what? I, I mean. I don't know if I, I said this on the or previous. Or Ant Man, I guess it's yeah, Ant Man. Yeah, Quantum Man. It's not even. That's not even. I mean, that's multiverse, but it's also just like a different form of the quantum realm and the everything. Quantum realm, yeah. And I think I don't know if I said this in another ep- previous episode. Just like now that they're introducing, maybe it's the, like when we're talking about multiverse of madness, or I'm sorry, Spider Man No Way Home. Like now that we're introducing like multiverses or I, I said this in loki now that we're introducing multiverses mm-hmm. storytelling is going to get a little finicky yeah maybe you know mm-hmm. like plot holes mm-hmm. are pretty much just like adamant mm-hmm. it's gonna happen like mm-hmm. if you think you can explain everything mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> without leaving any loose ends yeah you got another thing coming right um but I think that, like, like I said, that's that's like the downside of like having such a big, you know, like saga of films. Mm-hmm. You think everything's going to be connected, you know. Every, you think everything in the MCU is connected, and it's just like, well, this happened in in Ant Man. So wait, what? But what about like, like, like this? So like, oh, what about in Endgame when this happened? But then, is that just not going to affect anything that happens in the future? And you're like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I just, <laughs> I just. I did, did they tell the story and did they did they character grow for did that character grow in the in the right way then I don't kind of care about implications but right. maybe that's just me right you know I'm just such a 
I just enjoy movies, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> as one should. Um, yeah, so I... I th- I think that's a I think it's a kind of like a misconception of the film like and that's what I think leads to the do I have to see everything else yeah because you know like and I think uh, I don't remember who said this if it was Feige himself or somebody else but that's kind of like the the unfortunate expectation with threading like phases one through three together so well that you almost feel like you have to see them all but you don't necessarily and I think they're kind of trying to break away from that. And so Multiverse of Madness is interesting in that you almost expect to because, oh, it's multiverse and you have to watch all the things because they're all talking about multiverse, but really you you kind of don't. But um, in more, you know, in, in, in another aspect of the film, we're meeting new characters such as America Chavez. And so how do you feel about Xochitl uh, Gomez? Xochitl Gomez, yeah. first of all, she's amazing on TikTok. <laughs> She's really good. Dude, <laughs> really, TikTok really stop banning her. She doesn't deserve to get banned. Did she get banned? She's getting banned for some reason. If you go to her go to, if you go to her TikTok, really? go to her comments. Yeah. There's no one in her comments. Like she has she has, she like she limits access to it. Wow. Like so it's basically just like her talking to herself in the comments. Oh. I don't know why she's getting banned for some reason. Weird. But like and she's posting all these behind the scenes stuff on set yeah. like she literally has like a, a clip with like her and kevin feige hmm. her like running on set like mm-hmm. she's great yeah i thought she you know she's 16 that means she was 14 when she was filming this yeah i was reading today that um ultimately they they had decided to go with a younger america chavez because of her age and they wanted they they felt she fit the character so well that they decided you know what we're going to de-age her a bit. She's not going to be 18 after all. We're going to bring her down a bit. She's going to grow up. She's going to grow up on screen. Um, but yeah, I think she did a fantastic job. Um, it was neat to see so many uh, comic book elements laced into the the cinematic version of her, which is like something I didn't really readily expect, especially the star-shaped portals <laughs> i just thought that's so sick like, it's so specific to the comic books yeah i was like oh i don't know if they're gonna do it well, how are they like, gonna the make... minute they did it i was like oh they did it i was like oh it's a star but like it's, <laughs> it's not like it's not portal. like cheesy though yeah. like it's like and then the sound effects and the way that they yeah gave depth to it i thought was really really um great they, they really executed it well in honestly a way. I want her denim jacket, man. Then <laughs> well, they have it. You can buy it at Disneyland. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is but it, it's, is, it's, it's for, for women. It's for kids. It's for kids. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure they have an adult size. And I'm pretty sure it's, Dude, it's uni- unisex. Yeah. It's a sick jacket. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you can always make your own. Uh, true, but I'm not that crafty. Effort. <laughs> um, I think my favorite part about America Chavez is. Because in this movie, you're exploring all these different versions of characters without the multiverse. I love that she's the only one of her kind. Yeah. There's no other variant of her. There's no other version of her, which is such an interesting, like, story arc, character arc. Mm -hmm. Because in the vast multiverse, she is alone. Yeah. And I think that's just, like, insane and Mm -hmm. crazy. Because, Mm -hmm. like she said in the movie, Mm -hmm. she's like, I tried I right. couldn't find anyone. There's no one like me. And yeah. I was just like, that's also, that's depressing, but also like uplifting because like, there's only one of me. Yeah. But, and like, but her powers are like, but I get it. Her powers are a one of a kind. If you had multiple 
people yeah. who can travel the mul- the vast multiverses mm-hmm. that's dangerous yeah exactly it's like the whole like king the conqueror type of thing you know right like if there's multiple yeah uh, <laughs> spoiler alert the exchange of looks that we just had <laughs> like, um so mm-hmm. i love that there's only one of her and she's the only person that can traverse the multiverses say that 10 times um <laughs> definitely couldn't do it right now yeah <laughs> and so that means that she has to play a pivotal per- like character mm-hmm. going forward in the mcu yeah like if you're the only person that can can travel the different multiverses and only basically only Stephen strange knows yeah. you know so it's like how do how does how is she gonna play out throughout you know right like is she gonna come out in secret invasion like is yeah. she gonna help the is she part of the young avengers is she like how can she help the young the like the grounded heroes like what's the, what's her deal right crazy and so i mean obviously spoiler alert but uh so now she's she's in camertage she's in and she, she's about to be a sorcerer too like <laughs> sorcerer. damn yeah. like, i can travel the multiverse right. but i could also make portals yeah. and slings and, and whatever yeah that that's so cool um and then of course we're reintroduced to your wifey <laughs> <sighs> i love her <laughs> you like her scary, with, with huh? all with all with all her rage i mean i love it yeah i love it so let's let's get talking about wanda <laughs> where should we where should we even start with wanda well i love that okay well one i want to get some criticism out the way people exp- like people hate it but some people i saw that were like like why is she a villain i'm like do you not see the person she became at the end of the show? Yeah. Like she literally says it. Maybe when I it, am. When, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with what Monica said, she said, yeah, like Wanda, don't do this. You don't want to become the villain or maybe, maybe I already am. Maybe I already am. And I was like, Oh yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I can change you. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. Um, But it's also just like if you know someone's getting a hold of the dark hold, like it's kind of inevitable that someone's gonna turn to the dark side at some point. Um But yeah, I also think that, you know, like if you do follow her path throughout the cinematic universe, you know, I mean, she she started out on the wrong side of the of the law, if you will. She she was already kind of rooted in you know, it was misguided but she was a bad guy and then she became a good guy yeah and then she realized oh her potential to the point where she realized oh she knows how powerful she she's is. also never had a happy ending right exactly <laughs> yeah. that can only drive it's you so far very true yeah and i think that's the realistic part of it it's kind of like to expect her to still have come out as the hero on top of it all I think is unrealistic yeah. beyond and everything think, else that is this, the fictional aspects of it. You know what I mean? I think the stakes of the movie also, they made sense. I know a lot of people were very critical about like the stakes yeah. uh, of uh, Multiverse of Madness just because it's like, oh, like Multiverse of Madness, there's no real stakes. There's no like all in, be all, end all, be all type of like catastrophe. Like, yeah. Like a like a Thanos or a I don't know a, a world de- like a, yeah or a world de- a world ending thing. It's like oh yeah. it's basically just Doctor Strange like 
find like fighting Wanda. And it's like, well, yeah. Like yeah. that's a pretty high stake because what Wanda wants also is one, she wants her kids. And what does she need to do to get to her kids? Is kill a child. I know. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's ki- oh my God. Kill a child who's yeah. one of a kind and it's the only one that can travel multiverse. That's that's a st- that's that's a and that's a world ending stake. Yeah. If is if the Scarlet Witch gets the powers to traverse the vast multiverses, mm-hmm. there's a, you can't trust that she's only gonna go to a universe where she you know right. and she's gonna enjoy her, her life with her kids. Right. You don't trust that. No way. I wouldn't trust. I yeah. wouldn't even trust myself <laughs> if I had. And I'm a good person sometimes. And I'm a, <laughs> I wouldn't trust myself to travel to have the power of like ooh I can go to this universe. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, if something goes wrong in that universe for her, she's going to go to another one and she's going to kill all the different Wandas. Yeah, I was going to say. Dangerous. Do you think ultimately the Darkhold was trying to assume the power of America Chavez like that, to do that, to do that bidding? Or do you think it was really just the corruption of Wanda and trying to be with her children? Dang, I didn't even think about like the Darkhold playing mm. like a like a, a, thing, yeah. a thing in it because I, I almost feel like it's its own entity in in many yeah, ways. Yeah, right? but we don't we never really got that much kind of like I guess background lore. Only 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 we only knew know the information like what was needed. Like the Darkhold is obviously a dark book; it uses dark yeah. magic. Right. Um, it's never a good thing. That's mm-hmm. why it's like it's the Book of the Damned, mm-hmm. and like that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, you never you know. All, and then if it, whoever reads it, obviously is very corrupt yeah um and obviously it's it has a scarlet witch page like on it so she's made to destroy everything um but i don't know maybe half and half yeah because wanda really really just wanted to be with her kids yeah and i think that's valid like people said like well what about vision i'm like yeah sure like did they leave that part of the story out cool yeah but they also spent like eight episodes Eight hours worth of a vision content with WandaVision. Yeah. So I, I kind of get it. And Vision left and, and is doing left. his own yeah. thing. Like, yeah. he didn't even tell, like, Wanda, like, I'm out. Like, yeah. But I also inherited all of your... <laughs> your uh, the memories. Your, 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 your makeshift yeah. Vision's memories, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's fine. That's a story for... I just want people to understand that you don't have to tell every tie up every loose end in yeah. every single piece of film yeah or litter or whatever and media let, and and further let that be the determinant that like makes it fall apart yeah because i f- i feel I like just, i don't get it a lot of people were like well she barely even talked about vision it was like okay but the, don't let that necessarily take away from the larger picture of it which is ultimately the dark hold and it's messing and with wanda her. being the scarlet witch yeah yeah I don't think other pe- people understand like how just crazy the Scarlet Witch is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I hope she comes back. I don't know in what aspect. She's I not, know she's not dead. Okay, that's a tough one. She can't <laughs> die. She's literally made of magic. <laughs> so, so do you think that six one six is still six one six still exists? That's six one six Wanda. Yes, that's the question for for you. I want to say. Yes, but I think my only gripe would be what story left does she have to tell yeah. af- after the events of Multiverse well, of Madness? Vision is the most... Exactly. So yeah. 
how they weave that back in, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know since Wanda's been on such of a roller coaster of a story arc, starting with, you know, be, um, being an experiment, mm-hmm. Baron von Strucker, Baron von Strucker, and mm-hmm. von Strucker, and and um, absorbing the powers of the mind, getting her powers from the Mind Stone, and yeah. then and then she learns how to use her powers in a way, and then she becomes an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, she loses vision twice, <laughs> three, three times, times. <laughs> and uh, and she lost her brother. And yeah. it's like she's uh. never. It's been a roller coaster of just despair and grief for, sure. for her, you know. Mm-hmm. And when she became the Scarlet Witch, it was the first time she felt like she really had power and that she can make her own decisions and make her own reality. Which, mm-hmm. in retrospect, she can. Yeah. Um, and so we you see that kind of happen that happened in multiverse of madness and you just realize and she realizes at the end that uh, like when she oh god when she saw her boys and when she traveled through that multiverse she was just so ins- lizzie oh my god she was in She's- such a panic when she was just like boys and i was just like yeah i was like oh my god like and then yeah. when the boys were like throwing stuff at her and she yeah. was just like and she was just she like she loses it i was like oh, this is not going to work out for her at all. And that's the the incredible part because they kind of like foreshadow that beforehand, you know, when Strange or, or Wong says to her like, well, what happens to the mother of that universe? Like what happens to their yes. mom? And, and she doesn't even have the foresight to answer it properly. She's just like so focused on, well, my boys, my boys. And it's like, well, they're not your boys. They, they really aren't. They're that Wanda's boys. So to then see... You know, the the effects of when America brings her to that point so cleverly. Ooh, the way which, that she says yeah. it, too. The way that America says, like, I'm giving you what you want. I was right. like, yes! Yeah. And, yes! and, of course, like, immediate, the immediate thought is that she's giving her the power, but it's like, no, she's giving her the boys. And so to put her and place her into that, that alternate, uni- yeah. the alternate universe, and then the boys completely rejecting her, it's like, oh my gosh and it's it's a full-fledged night, nightmare especially for wanda or at least the scarlet witch wanda because yeah they they did they were not having it they're like she's a scary witch she's a scary witch and you're like yeah. mommy mommy i want mommy oh my god <laughs> it's like, i was oh like yes but you know what what really what i you know as as kitschy as the film could be in its aspects because it does have that, you know, and I said this in the Spider-Man episode, it does have certain flavors that are very specific to, to um, you know, to Sam Raimi. When it comes to horror, um, there are some parts where you're just like, you're not sure if you're supposed to laugh or not, like, like when she's getting the toys thrown at her. But the moments that she's, she says particular lines and and some of her deliveries are truly horrifying. Um. My sister was like, she hasn't seen it. She's, you know, a little slow on the uptake, but she likes, she likes Dr. Strange a lot. And so she was like, you've seen the new Dr. Strange, right? And I was like, yeah, I've, I've seen it. And she goes, how is it? Is it good? And I said, it's great. It's just a little scary. Like, uh-huh. that's that's how I have to yeah. serve it to someone like my sister yeah. who isn't well versed in this thing because I'm like it is actually quite scary and Lizzie it is. is 98% of why it's scary 
And so yes. in that scene, and when she, like, you can see it in her eyes. Dude. And also, I understand more than ever because, you know, like, I was kind of part of the, the <laughs> I was kind of part of the crew that was like, why is her hair so light? Why, why are they changing th- these cosmetic aesthetics about her? But when you, see, yeah, when you see the contrast of how crazy she's supposed to come off and look compared to the regular Wanda who has the dark hair still, you're like, oh, okay. They really do. Like, you don't even realize they're doing it to you until you see them together. That they're bringing these contrasts to her on the, vis- on the, on the surface level yeah. that really do cater to a scarier version of her. Whereas you like don't, her, you like don't her notice eyeliner, it. Yeah. Her black eyeliner, the black fingers. And the red just, that's just developing around her eyes. Jesus, and, like, she's yeah. scary, man. I love it. Yeah. Love, <laughs> <laughs> but, it. but also, one of my favorite moments in the film is when she approaches herself and puts the hand on her cheek. Oh, God. And she just like like so melts good. into herself because she knows yeah she'll never have what that wanda has right and it's like the acceptance of like this this version is not yours like, like sorry it's sorry and that that, that was her realization like yeah. I-, I can't do this right. like i can't be doing this right and the line that everyone seems to not hear because <laughs> it's difficult to hear yeah. in the theater but that wanda of that world of that universe says know that they'll be loved Mm. which is the name of the the score which it's the, nice. name of the song so you know pain. composed by Danny Elfman of course pain. pain um and and so yeah i i love i love all these really these really random but meaningful nuances that are lizzie's performance throughout the film yes i think she did a fantastic job being evil quote unquote and the villain quote unquote um who's simply misguided by her power and her desire to be, to have a happy ending, yeah. which is really sad. Yeah, and who knows when we'll see her next. I know, that's why I'm like, no. oh. uh, <laughs> Yeah, and before we get to Doctor Strange's arc and like throughout the movie, yeah. I want to talk quickly about the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, and just, first of all, just a, just a sheer amount of star power that was shown in that <laughs> five minute maybe so sequence. So where should we start? So of course we have Mordo, which is like Mordo, yes, Universe Eight Three Eight. Um, characters Mordo. Um, that universe went through some hell then, man. Like, yeah, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they um, they went through some difficult that flashback times. of um of them like killing Thanos and then like. Th- their their universe is strange mm-hmm. it's just like dark it's yeah crazy um but let's let's just quickly touch on all of them um yeah. black bolt <laughs> i tell you <laughs> dude i legitimately so i again you know i saw the film at a, a critic screening with our friend Stephen ray morris and i kid you not the minute I saw him sitting on that throne. I said to myself, holy Toledo, is that Anson Mount? (laughs) And I did not expect anybody else to understand what I was saying. Because, again, Inhumans was not exactly the most successful show. I didn't even watch it. (laughs) Right. And and also because the, 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 the stark contrast, if you will, difference between 
Black Bolt on that show versus the film, he's in full comic accurate. Accurate, garb. yeah. I saw the comparisons. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yo, like there's like a, a <laughs> top like five like yeah suit upgrades. Hundred percent. He got the one. most comic accurate suit. Yeah, and like it looks so nice and it was real great. like compared <laughs> is, to the inhumans one where right. I, I watched like clips and everything i was like what the hell is this yeah no <laughs> they, they tried to take those liberties of realism you know like and and not that inhumans was even that long ago but it was still it still felt like they were still trying to do the x-men way right of course like where it's like yeah. muted and downplayed and realistic but that's not what anybody wants everybody wants the the the, the bolt tuner for yeah whatever yeah yeah and 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 the the cowl with the little flappy things under his arms. You know, yeah. like everybody wants that. And so when before they I even saw the rest of it, I was like, oh my god, it's the original actor. <laughs> <laughs> Which that in itself is a gigantic play. Oh, it's an yeah. it's a Deadpool. I, I sent it to you. Yeah, like it's a the, Deadpool part two. You like know? his tweet, like mm-hmm. he was just like, I did not expect the call from <laughs> Kevin Feige so to come cool. play this character again. Yeah. But I did. I love that kind of redemption for for an actor, yeah. um, like like Ryan Reynolds, and and getting a chance to play the character, but properly. Yeah. Uh, even if it's a different version of him that meets an unfortunate fate yeah. by himself. But at his own it, it's great to like, even if like you don't, even if like we probably don't see him at all anymore. Yeah. I mean, just seeing him in, in that aspect. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Made up for it 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so same actor. Um, and, great suit. And then, and then Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, Maria Mar- Rambo. Maria. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, yeah, that was, that was unexpected for me, but also clearly needed. Like, I, I thought that was fantastic to actually show her as Captain Marvel versus carol um, yeah and or monica i or guess monica, too yeah. yeah i mean i'm sure we'll get monica in i mean yeah for sure but like yeah yeah having like maria in 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 the in her captain marvel suit and it's sick it's like silver yeah and you see like the orange cause and like oh man that's so dope so dope. um i'm glad that she was able to kind of play that role you know for, uh, even if we never see her version of captain marvel um yeah i thought she did great yeah i was it was just fun to see like seeing that collection seeing her amongst the collection of yeah. already amazing characters and, and familiar faces too of course yeah. the uh the actress lashana lynch who i you know to be honest i don't talk about captain marvel very much but <laughs> as a film but she truly was my favorite part of that film captain marvel honest. yeah i really did think that she was the heart of that film that I don't think Carol could have survived without. So yeah, I really do love her. Yeah. I uh, hope we uh, see more of her. I know. <laughs> I like her a lot. Um, And then next, the one, the only Captain Carter. Captain Carter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, mean, I will say, she was she was the one that I told you when you had come over that one time. I was like, I think I saw something on Twitter. But I scrolled by so quickly that I was like, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. But my mind is like 
it, it acts as a like, you know, like it's I, I remember it whether or not I want to. So I I had seen the part where she's getting blasted by Wanda and she skids with the rockets yeah. on her back. And so I was like, ah, the Captain Carter's in the movie. <laughs> but I also tried to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, don't think about it. I will. I mean, I will say I, I usually love Marvel's marketing um, and how they like tease things. Yeah. Very surprised they teased like a, a, a couple of those Illuminati members. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Really, really surprised. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, I, I'm probably sure a lot of people would agree with this. I feel like if they hid that, yeah. if they didn't mention anything, maybe if they just, if they just mentioned Illuminati and then like Mordo in, mm -hmm. the, in those trailers and that was it. Yeah. And then like you see in the movie when it's released that we see these characters, I think it would have hit a little bit harder. Yeah. I, just a little bit. Even now I'm, I'm still kind of curious why they did um, that. I mean, Kevin Feige said something too on the red carpet for the premiere. He's always saying like, ah, I think we revealed a little too much, but yeah, I don't know how much. Whose call was that? Yeah, like I'm, uh, but if they had hit everything that was Illuminati, mm -hmm. I think the movie would have hit so much harder. 100%. In my opinion, I think it still does because of the sheer just like the like what you're seeing on screen in its context. Yeah, that alone is just like what the. F you know, yeah. like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Captain Carter, um, like I said, like in what if, you, what if? and you're like, and then yeah. you see it in live action. You're like, <laughs> yeah, because I remember when we were even talking about what if I was like, if I could just see Captain Carter fighting once in real life, like <laughs> Haley Atwell, that would make my life. And, and then it's like six months later. <laughs> So, she, they, so they've had comes. that in the bag for a long time then. They yeah, have had to. For, for quite a while because, I mean, you know, this film in its entirety was was delayed quite a few times. It was. It was come out before Spider-Man. Yeah, and and they were filming cameos up until, I believe, February. Maybe. Maybe maybe that, that whole sequence was one of them. It honestly could have been, yeah. you know? And so, but to see Captain Carter on screen like that, I was just like, oh, I'm so and, good. And seeing Haley Atwell, yes. you know, in that mm -hmm. in that context of the character too, because you're so used to seeing her as just agent, agent Carter, yeah, very just like like to the ground, yeah. And since so her to like use the shield and like, and then say Cap's line, I know. Uh, oh, I can do this all oh, day, I and I was just day. like, oh yeah. <laughs> There it is. There it is. There's the kicker. With the shield. With the shield. Everything. Only to get cut in half by it. And in then. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Oh, I can't. I don't know. I told you. I was like, I like that they all died in that universe. I like that. Yeah. I like because it shows that like heroes die. Heroes die. Yeah. They do. It's okay. Sadly. It's yeah. it's that's not that's not the MC universe anyways. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. It's not the main, the prime uh, earth. But yeah. Six I, six. I love Haley Atwell. I love her as Agent Carter. I love her. I love that she played Captain Carter in live action. It, it makes you like, that's the good and bad things about like these cameos in MCU. You're like, I want to see more of that. But you know that there's a small chance that you probably won't. Yeah. So you just have to like, come to come to comes to grip come, with that yeah exactly that's fine yeah um and then the second to last one that i want to talk about because the last one i want to talk about is the more prominent one but reed richards <laughs> oh my god you should have heard the noise that came out of me the first time <laughs> because again like i was so 
I was so pure aside the final oh, one yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about. Yeah. I was so pure about it. I, I didn't even really like, cause you know, I was still skeptical about the last one. Right. I was like, man, I don't know. No, and I, then, like, I knew, you know, but, but, I knew. but him to have, yeah. to have him be exactly who everybody wanted him to be. Yeah. Oh, he was trending. His, his name was trending on Twitter. Was two really? days before the premiere. Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I like, oh, that's how I put things together. I was right. like, there's only one reason right. why John Krasinski is <laughs> trending on Twitter. Because uh, one, he doesn't even use Twitter like that. Oh, and right. two, he's barely on social media. Yeah. And three, figured. he's not promoting anything. Like yeah. Jack Ryan's already playing on Amazon Prime. Like, yeah. Like what else could there, what else could it be trending well, for? See, and, and I thought it was just the speculation again of like, you know, the gatekeepers and the fanboys boys being like, oh, he should be it yeah. if Reed Richards is gonna, and also because it was it was it was timed with the fact that uh, Peyton Reed was stepping down, not Peyton Reed, I'm sorry, um, John Watts. John Watts was stepping down from Fantastic Four. From Fantastic Four. From directing, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, this maybe this is all part of the the big web of MCU news. Yeah. And and maybe it's just people bringing it back. Like, oh, John Krasinski would make an incredible Reed Richards. You know, it didn't even occur to me. Oh, he might be in the film. Yeah. And so to see him <laughs> not only be Reed Richards, but in the full-fledged suit what with you, the white wisps on the side of his... I mean, oh. What do you think about the suit? I think it's great. You like the suit? And they've incorporated the new logo already. In the, I saw that too. I, I was, was like, like, oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks... I, I love the suit. I like it. So... I'm curious then what that means for the actual 616 version and what that's going to look like because 838 looks so on point. But I I mean, you could look exactly the same. Who knows? Yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, and then it got turned into blue spaghetti. So, um, <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> and then the the last member of the Illuminati, the the great return of the man himself, Charles talk. Xavier, with the as as listed in the credits, the X Men '97 theme song. Yes, which isn't even out yet because that's the cartoon that they're working on right now interesting yeah so i was like whoa it's all man pulled up in his yellow floating wheelchair his little high chair that's really exciting it (laughs) is it's all very exciting i mean even if we never see him again play charles xavier exactly the fact that he made time to you know to do this and be a part of it yeah uh, is pretty incredible yeah, because I'm fine with it because I thought he had a great ending in Logan, you know, yeah. because he, I think he even said, I think he even said it himself. He was just like, if, if Hugh's done playing Wolverine, yeah, I want to be done playing mm-hmm. Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. And so in that universe, like, yeah, he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and he had a great send off. Yeah. Um, I love Logan. Such yeah. a great movie. Oh my God. It's incredible. Um, but then to see him come back and play this universe eight three eight Xavier, I think it's just it's 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 so unreal. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing Sir Patrick Stewart in a, in in the yellow hover wheelchair. That 
in a canon MCU movie that's not, you know, a Fox X-Men movie or whatever. And I was just like, this is insane. I was just like, and he's playing a pretty prominent role in the movie too. Like he had a lot. He wasn't like, it's not like they like had just, I mean, they're cameos, but it's not like they said one line. You see, you see them say one line and and they leave. And they're done, right. They had a couple, they had a couple of scenes where it's it's like okay like first of all you see thanos impaled by a, a i know i was like that's dark i'm not used to that but by okay. his own is his own uh what do you call that oh the thing oh, yeah i forgot what it's I forget. called yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you see them have like strange and like it, it was cra- it was kind of cool to see like how the dark hold played a part in each of their uh, their universes yeah and and i love that like strange is the most like dangerous person in each universe right exactly yeah <laughs> oh we don't care about no scarlet witch yeah they're like scarlet what doctor strange is like yeah the evilest you, one yeah. of them all yeah and it's crazy um but yeah seeing charles again and seeing him kind of bat his his battle against wanda yeah seeing him walk was kind of <laughs> was kind of like <laughs> jarring do this yeah i was just like it's a professor x thing oh yeah i yeah. was like oh, okay and then she, he gets into her mind mm-hmm. but it's like wow what, what does the mind of a scarlet witch look like you right know? And like, yeah and i really love that treatment of that felt very familiar to the x-men movies in that it's a plain white space and it's just a single thing that's that's ultimately holding that person hostage in their own brain yeah and so the way that he approached and then he tried to like you see the tv and it's got wandavision playing on it and i was, I was like, just like oh, oh my god that was truly terrifying it to be was. honest and then like the the fact again you know we've mentioned this in in previous episodes when it comes to having a an environment in a scene where there's just no sound, no music, nothing. I was waiting, and I was yeah. like, something's going to happen. And then something's going to happen, and then she comes out and she snaps like, his face in yeah. half. It was he didn't well, break not his... that, but I mean like Wanda coming out from under the rubble. Oh, that too. Yeah. She's like, help me, help me. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he gets his neck snapped by the other one. And it's like, oh my gosh. Now, do you think that was a ruse, or do you think that that is actually what was happening in Wanda's brain? Do you think that? the true Wanda Maximoff is being held hostage to that sort of extent from the, from the dark hold from, uh, so do you, th- do you think we, it was we in th- a- like, do I think that Wanda's trapped there and the Scarlet witch has a hold on her? Yeah. Do you think that that is that, that, that sort of, uh, visual uh, oh, is, oh. is like factual to the huh. character? Like, do you think she's really like, that's the analogy is that she's, being held under the rubble the the kind of the weight of the anxiety of what her life was and the dark hold is keeping her at bay essentially interesting maybe i think so yes i think absolutely yes yeah that was just an insane like i don't think it was a created environment just to spook the professor you know what i mean i Uh, think that i think it really did have meaning that yeah. that's what's happening. Like the happening. dark hold, like this is what the dark hold is doing to Wanda. Yes, yes, it's 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 very that much makes suppressing sense. and oppressing. I believe her. it. Yeah, um, yeah, because that is very much Wanda. She's, you know, like she's she and Pietro were trapped. Yeah, under and, that rubble, and, and she, you know, found her way into the this dark hold. You know, right. and like now she's like, like right. but before she met Agatha, like she, 
she didn't know what she was. Right. She's like, I have these powers, but okay. But then, you know, Agatha brings up the dark hold and mm-hmm. teaches her a little something and then she steals it. And then now, you know, this. Exactly. Um, but yeah, seeing Professor X again, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think it was like re- just refreshing, nostalgic, yeah. obviously yeah. for, he's, he's played that role for over 20 years. Yeah. And I certainly, as much as I do like James McAvoy, in mm. the role and in, as an actor, I feel like if it were him, it still wouldn't have had the same payoff as it does with Sir Patrick. Yeah. Like seeing it as Sir Patrick, even though, again, he meets the sort of ultimate fate of he is dead in that universe. To see him in that <laughs> in that yellow chair, dude. Crazy. Nine-year-old me was living <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, yes. And and it's, again, it's one of those things where it's like, you just never know. And, and also, again, to see a different version yeah. of this character still, like, kind of, and, and in, I hate using the word, but proper, like, looking proper as they do in the comic books is, great. Eh, it's so fun. All, com- all comic accurate versions of those characters in that universe. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Illuminati, we talked about Wanda, and then obviously we have to talk about the man himself dr strange doctor, mr doctor um i loved his character arc actually i like i like his love mm-hmm. arc even more too because <laughs> the reason why i say that is because in most superhero movies obviously you know we've seen who the heroes kind of stay with the same love interest throughout yeah. like their whole mm-hmm. either trilogy or whatever you know it's yeah. like it's Let's say, let's say for example, Pepper and Tony. Tony and Pepper, Chris. I mean Chris Evans. Well, yeah, Chris Evans, but um, Cap, <laughs> Cap and Peggy, Cap and Peggy, uh, yeah. Thor and Jane. Yeah. Um, so I like that in this, this, and this is the second Doctor Strange movie too, which is mm-hmm. even crazier. That it starts off with that six one six Strange can't have Christine Palmer in that like it's already off the bat like she's getting married like yeah. like i wish she gone like yeah like i wish we we worked out but i know we can't right they both understand that mm-hmm. um and then it goes to eight three eight three eights and then, then the whole i love you in every universe oh my god he's like i know we can't we can, we, i was like exquisite i found my wedding vows <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> um and they just both he he knows it's like with because because of who I am, I can never be with you. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like you're a doctor and mm-hmm. I am too, but it's just I'm also a sorcerer. It just yeah. it'll never work out. Yeah. Um. So it's like he's accepted that and that you know he's over it, not completely over, but like you know mm-hmm. I, I I know I can't be with you. Mm-hmm. And then um, boom, end of the movie, he meets Clea, <laughs> and I'm like sick. Yeah. Like. Let's let's move, let's 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 break that stigma of like you, of you have to stay with the same person. And right. And like I know right. Clea because you told me that she's a love interest in the comics, yes, right? Yes, very much. So, so. yeah. He yeah. said he said yes right away when she was like, "Doctor Strange, <laughs> you've caused an incursion. He's like, Do you want to fix it?" And he's, he's like, like, "Absolutely. Let's right? do it. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. who you are. Screw yeah. it. Like you just open. You just you just scratched open a portal right yeah. there. That's good. Yeah. So." Uh, she, she, like I've said before, she is Mrs. 
Stephen Strange in the comics. She is Strange. She is Doctor Strange in oh, the books in this very the moment. The third movie is going to be so insane. It's going to yeah, it's going to be great. Oh yeah. And um, and yeah, I you know I I'm curious. Of course, Clea uh, portrayed by the incomparable Charlize Theron. <laughs> insane. I cannot. Like, MCU is getting again, people. I gotta tell you, in that stupid screening. <laughs> I yelled out loud, <laughs> first for John Krasinski, then again, twice over for Charlize Theron, because she is a queen, truly a queen. Um, and uh, frankly, I never thought that either DC or Marvel would ever get her. I thought she was, she's going to stay coarse on, you know, like sci-fi films, but not of a franchise per se. Yeah. Like she's one of those actors. She's right. like, I don't want to. I don't want to get sucked into that. Yeah, you know? and so and so to see her um, follow suit with with the greats of like you know Angelina Jolie and and Cl- Kate Blanchett and and you know and Salma Hayek and join <laughs> this like, like these these are these are like gigantic menagerie. They're not just they're not just a they're not just a yeah they're not just a list. These are like a plus plus list. Yes, like people yes. that like. Even no matter how like shitty of a movie like you make, if you attach these names, yeah, it's, yeah. it'll sell. It'll sell, and and also they just bring a very a very uh, high level of expectation and also delivery. Yeah, to the product that they're contributing to. So to see Charlize come in as Clea is kind of like, oh my god, where do I even start? She looks. Fantastic. First, she posted she posted those behind those the scenes costume pics. Oh, oh my god, they were really for stunning. such a, for a 10 second cameo. Yeah, they were they were invested. Yes, love that absolutely. And so, um, yeah, I, I I think what they're setting up is really going to. I think that is really the offset of how this is going to intersect with Ant Man and the quantum realm and mm-hmm. and uh, you know our good friend Kang. Um, but but like I mentioned in our Doctor Strange episode, she is indeed the niece of Dormammu. So yes. Dormammu is her uncle. <laughs> and then Mm-mm. her parents, We I think we talked a little bit about the, her parents and, and how she's half uh, Faultine uh, and, and also Dark Dimension magic. Uh, so yes, she's like yes. a, a part humanoid, mostly magic human being. Um, and the dark dimension is her home. Um, so Steven's been there too. Yeah. And so, and she, you know, in the comic books, like I, again, I mentioned she was present during the battle of Dr. Strange versus Dormammu to the point that she actually helped Dr. Strange in a way. And then Dormammu realizes that after all is said and done and then imprisons her, um, in that realm until she's freed and all that good stuff. But it'll be interesting to see if, they play into any of that at all. What what Clea knows about, you know, the bargain that he, that Strange yes. made with Dormammu at the ta- time, if she was even there and helped in that battle, like who knows? But yeah. but the fact that they're going back to the dark dimension to kind of reevaluate what Strange has done and how he's opened his third eye with you know with the Book of Ashanti and all that good stuff. Yeah, like how is this all going to play into it? And, uh, oh, the dark hold you mean? The right? dark, well, that the dark, the dark hold as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you know the Vishanti book is supposed to 
counteract everything, right? Yeah. (laughs) Although, by the way, it's very interesting because in the film, if you rewatch it, (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch says Vishanti, and then in other parts, he says Vishanti. (laughs) 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 I was like, ah, he did the Thanos Thanos thing (laughs) that Zoe Saldana does. But anyway... Um, but yeah, and also, yeah, because this is, you have to remember, this is post-dark dark hold world. Yeah. So. Doesn't exist. W- what happens now? Yeah. Now that he's unlocked this power within within himself. Yeah. And the book itself does not exist, and the, the and Wondagore Mountain does not exist. Yeah. What what is it? What is this all leading to? I hope we find out sooner than later. Yeah, I just so want I just want to know what Kevin Feige pitched to <laughs> to Charlize Theron. In oh my, my honest opinion, like right? like how do you how even... do you convince someone of that stature to be like, look, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, step one, Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, sure. he's a great candidate, right? To kind of hey, act against. You want to be yeah. yeah. This is your this is going this might be like your scene partner. You know? Right, right. You know, like and work again, with him. He has he himself has a certain caliber of of acting chops that I think yeah she can hold up to very well. I also love the character development of Strange, um, of dealing with uh, with kids. Yeah. Uh, like it's obviously like that SNL skit he did. <laughs> Have you seen that? I haven't. <laughs> that was one of the ones I didn't watch. So- Okay. He's like, I'm great with kids, and then he's just like, whenever something bad happens, he shoves one into a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Was the most the, the most recent one he hosted? I I don't know how recent it is, but okay. you've got to see. It. Okay. It's very much like the Tom Hiddleston one as Loki. Okay, it's very similar. It's okay, so, good. so I mean, like obviously we know him as narcissistic, narcissistic, self centered, selfish, whatever, yeah. and mm-hmm. then we see in. And uh, no way home. He kind of cares for Peter, you know, and being like, he's like, hey, like no yeah. one will remember you, kid. And they're like, that's yeah. okay. He's like, will. Oh. Uh, and I was just like, yeah. oh shoot. Yeah. Um. And then you see it here in Multiverse of Madness, where he grows to kind of a liking towards America because yeah. she he finds out like a little bit of her background, mm-hmm. like she's trying to find her parents, mm-hmm. like her moms and everything, and. He's like, oh man, like she's going through it, yeah. and then he he just becomes to learn a little bit more compassionate and kind of mm-hmm. take her under his wing, and you see at the end, like. And uh, you know what I do love about that is that you almost don't remember that he doesn't remember Peter Parker because yes. it comes so naturally. It comes yeah. so naturally for him. He he reacts to America in such a way that is 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 comparable and parallel to how he was with Peter that you're like oh right he doesn't know Peter Parker anymore that's true he yeah. has no idea so it's kind of like it's 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 like this paternal part of strange that is very natural to him and he doesn't even realize yeah. it yeah because he doesn't <laughs> because remember because he doesn't remember <laughs> um, and i think that's so sad to like think of you know cause especially at the end where she's like steven and he doesn't correct her he doesn't yeah. say weird but i'll allow it like he doesn't do he's any like, of that he, stuff and she like thanks him he's like yeah. you're welcome kid and I'm yeah like, and the mm. kid thing and just ah it's like oh yeah so oh, i love where dr strange is going and it, they're really making it the mcu is really making him kind of like like the, to- the the totem pole, I guess, or the pinnacle of like like he's holding this the mantle. Yeah, the mantle. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Of the MCU right now, yeah. because 
I mean, he's first of all, he's technically not this the sorcerer supreme. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wong's got that one. Yeah, he's got that one. But he is the best of us. He is. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, but I like where Doctor Strange is going, and I love that Benedict Cumberbatch enjoys playing him as long yeah. as obviously there's a story yeah, there. Yeah, and he's like um, down for another like ten years. I was yeah, because like, right. it's very easy to to get tired of playing the same character. You know. Yeah. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. did it. Chris Evans did it, and I'm not saying they didn't love playing their characters, but it does get exhausting, especially when sure. when you do so many of these movies in a row, especially in that time. So I think now they're not doing like the whole contracts and everything and everything. Yeah. But um, I love that he loves playing Doctor Strange still, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like you all, you always hope that he'll do more. Yeah. You know, can't get greedy as fans. We can't get greedy. We yeah. just got to appreciate what's well, there. Now he's got. Charlize Theron to to bounce off of for a few years so I'm just like bring it <laughs> bring it I hope they like become like romantic yeah in a, in the in the in a movie mm-hmm. and then in the middle of the in the middle of that third movie mm-hmm. she just screws him over in some <laughs> way my face. you think so I don't know but you know what my my only one see here we go that's that's like a, that's like a typical storytelling trope but here yeah i mean that's kind of inevitable right yeah like there's something something like she wants wrong. something out of him right yeah but i will say on my on my writer list of of asks and wants and desires from the mcu yes from the doctor strange realm yeah now that they've given me clea <laughs> i want the dog, the ghost dog that I mentioned in his episode, his name is Bats. Yeah. He is a, I don't know what you call it. He's that floppy ear dog. What do you call him? Oh. It's, a, it's a beagle. It's yeah. a beagle. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, He's yeah, a beagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Bats the beagle. He's a ghost dog. That's. I. That's all I want. Yeah. I just want Bats the, Bats the beagle <laughs> and I'll be good. <laughs> I just, that third movie is going to be Woo. insane. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you want Sam Raimi to return or would you want a different director? I don't know. It's, I mean, the, the fact that he even returned, I mean, the, the fact that Sam Raimi returned and you it was his style, his imprint, handprint on it. You know, it's great. And you and maybe he maybe maybe I don't know. But I, I, I'm torn between. Like. The director is already in that realm. Mm-hmm. And in that story and environment, mm-hmm. might as well have them continue. direct, conti- continue, right, and then just light. and then just up 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 themselves, right? Like kind of thing, Googler. you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, like Russo's done it. Yeah. Um, Peyton Reed has done it. Mm-hmm. It's like just do it. Yeah. Um, but I'm also about keeping it like, and if it goes to a new director, mm-hmm. especially like with these MCU movies, especially if and then with Doctor Strange has been like kind of so so going from Scott Derrickson to Sam Raimi. Obviously, it's not really a hard transition because, mm-hmm. you know, like they they get it. So, but it's like if let's say you go from like Sam Raimi to like, I don't know, like a comedic director or something. I don't know. You yeah. know, someone that's just like so like. Oh, I didn't think they would be doing that. Right. You know. Um. I'm not opposed to Sam Raimi coming back to do mm-hmm. to do the third one. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to Scott Derrickson coming back to do the third one. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think it's, you, you just got to find the right one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I will say I would like to see Scott Derrickson come back. Yeah, um, I do love his treatment with the character, but but I agree. I I think they'll find the right person, whoever that may be, and uh, 
yeah, the shoe will fit, and I think, I think it'll be great. I'm excited. Yeah. God knows when it'll come out, but <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I, 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 I just, would aim for 2024. As long as they, as long as they just tell the right story, yeah, and it makes sense for the characters involved. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all that matters. Heck yeah, <laughs> love it, love Lo- it, love Moon Knight, love Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> um, yeah, I. There's so much more Marvel coming out in the next two years. Dude. <laughs> no, well, do you have a, of this year, do you have anything in particular that is your favorite thing? I think uh, Mighty Thor is um, yeah is going to like satisfy a lot of just like, mm. yes. <laughs> One is just because like I, I, I love Natalie Parman and I'm glad she's coming. And I'm glad she's coming back, you know, Goddess. especially after like the drama that, came with after dark world yeah um so i'm glad that taika was able to kind of like hey mm. this is what we're gonna do with it this time you know yeah and she's like yes yeah and it's like and natalie portman is one of those actors too you know yeah like you get her like you're good mm. yeah so and the fact that she got jacked for this <laughs> movie <laughs> will never stop yeah her arms <laughs> yeah I-, I wish my arms could look like that <laughs> They, Same. I'm they like, phys- ah, they never. physically can't. You would have to Photoshop my <laughs> my photo to, 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 like, Yeah, I can't. It's just yeah, insane. But I mean, yeah, the yeah. Form, I think same you know. for me. Think same for me. And there's a lot of stuff coming. And out. there's so much. Yeah, and and even this year, there's been so much. So I'm kind of like, Spider-Man really did top off 21 for me. Um, but for That's this crazy. year, for this year already, I'm like, whoo! There's so much to choose from. Yeah. But I think I think Mighty Thor Yeah. Because Captain Carter was the, yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs> and and also like again, Reed Richards, like Crazy. Strong. Okay. Like whew. Guardians Holiday Special also comes out this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. See, and that's gonna that's, that's, the end, that's, that's the end of the year. That's what's gonna get me. That's and, what's and that's get and me. that story continues mm-hmm. after Thor. After, after Thor. Yeah. 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 And then that goes right into ah! Guardian <laughs> Guardians three. Yep. Yeah. You know what else I love, Jeff? What? Yelena Belova. <laughs> <laughs> I will concur. <laughs> and so, <laughs> as for a segue, next up on the show, uh, we'll be covering the the one and only Yelena, Yelena Belova. I will be wearing a vest. Are you going to wear the vest? I have the vest. You have the vest? I have the vest. I mean, I have my own version of a vest. I have the vest. Oh. With all the pockets. Can yeah. I wear it? You can wear it. <laughs> um, I'll speak in a Russian accent. <laughs> I No, I shouldn't do that. I can't do that now. Never mind. <laughs> I won't even last like a minute talking like that for an episode. I'll get you a pot of mac and cheese with and the ketchup? sriracha. Oh, sorry. Oh, sriracha. Sriracha. And you can just Actually, go to sounds, town. It sounds bomb for being completely honest. I tried it. It's bomb. I, I, I'm a, my, my mouth did not agree. My mouth was like, nah, dog, what would you do? Because of the sriracha or just <laughs> in general? What have you done with the sriracha? Like, sriracha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, my, my palate does not does not like hot sauce. Nice. So Yelena would be very disappointed in me. But but she is indeed our next character study Woo! In, in two weeks' time. Woo! So please join us again. Um, I do want to ask the crowd once again and you jeffrey as well yes um instagram user rij143 nice suggested um quite a few characters that 
they would like to hear us cover next. And, you know, like I, I would love more people to, to really tell us. I think it's great when people yeah. tell us. And so um, this user specifically said, a new woman Marvel character that the movie hasn't come out for yet, but does soon. Um, and they suggested Ms. Marvel. Well, she's coming out next week. Next week. Um, Captain Marvel, we haven't talked about her yet, but that's a great candidate. Valkyrie, of course. Um, oh Mighty Thor. And then Shuri. And then other characters that people have suggested to us include Mantis, Groot. We've covered Bucky, so we got to cross him off. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Coulson or... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ms. and Captain Marvel, Daredevil, L- Lucky the Pizza Dog, uh, the Illuminati as a group, and then America Chavez. I love... New kid on the block. I love how it's like... That's why I love like MCU. I love... There's like these grounded characters. Yeah. And then there's yeah. these cosmic, yeah. like multiversal characters. It's just like, yeah, it's wow. Like, like, it's like the range is where insane. Where do you want to go next, Jeff? Yeah. Do you want to go to, you know, Planet X or do you want to stay here in New York with Agents <sighs> of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, I know. You have Crazy. Your, your pick of the pick of the litter. So Crazy. So please tell us. Um, yeah. And then hopefully we'll cover one of them after Yelena. Yeah. Um, Most definitely. But yeah. So I think that signals the end of the show. Woo! Thanks for hanging with us and my con crud. I hope it's not completely unbearable. Thanks for listening to my <laughs> um, obsession with <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> Slash Wando Maximoff. Slash the Scarlet Witch. Um, I have a collectible, side note, I have a collectible headdress yeah, that I, I got from it. GameStop and I made an unboxing video. With, with your also which I haven't seen a picture of you in, the Scarlet Witch ears that are completely sold out from California I, Adventure. God, I am obsessed. Everyone's trying to get them. Everyone. A weird Groot salute to Patreon patrons. Laura, Tyler, Ariel, Ed, Katie, Melanie, Robin, the Arachnard, Joliz, Claire, Jenny, Ashley, Andrew, and Nats. Follow us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. And if you like what you hear, please review, rate, and subscribe. Just hit that five star, four star. We'll even take a three, but please don't put the three. Put the five. Please. Um, it would help us a gigantic amount. And that is all. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. And we will see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye. Surprise, you didn't puke. It's not my first weird trip, kid. So, this is New York and the multiverb. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ah, crap. <laughs>